Beloved Church of God, beginning our service before the Lord, let us stand and affirm the promise that relates to the door of our hope. Let the resurrection of Christ reign in our bodies. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are grateful to you, to your holy name, for this once again privilege to be in this place that your hand has outlined for the worship of your holy name. And so allow your inheritance in the name of the blood of the covenant to be lifted to heights that are higher than us and to break all burden and sin that binds us. In the name of Jesus Christ, may in this place be cursed as before all the works of devil, illnesses, poverty, premature death, demonic dependencies, all forms of fears, depression, destruction, stagnancy, ignorance. All of this let it depart from the tents of your holy people and stand, the Lord, on the place of your rest, you and the ark of your greatness. And may your saints be clothed in your salvation and may they rejoice before your countenance. Give us more from your Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and allow us to find your holy countenance. We thank you that this service is presented in your divine arms. We ask you to continue to lead it with your high and uplifted hand, Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. May you be blessed. You may be seated. Beloved Church of God, we greet you. We, as in me and my spouse, we're here right now, and those saints of our local church that is found in Germany. We are grateful to the Lord and to you that we have the opportunity to again come here to meet with all of you. We are familiar to you, you are familiar to us. Therefore, the more difficult times are in the past. Although we worthily greet them as warriors of prayer. And later on I will talk about certain moments in our local church that again is called the Church Immovable Foundation. We are registered with this name in German and therefore we are a part of your church and a part of the body of Christ which brings us joy and gives us peace and the power to move forward. We think, thank you in the face of Apostle, his wife, and we are grateful that we are in one-mindedness and unanimity and that we can calmly continue, continue our path forward because we know who our Lord is. The book of Apostle Paul to Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. That you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. A very familiar place of scripture to us. We will say that we've heard it now for years. We look into it, and I think we will continue. And the sermon is called, which was already given a name, The Right 
to set aside the former way of life of the old man in order to clothe our bodies into a new way of life. And this right, the right to this authority is not received by everyone because the right is a legal right, legal authority that is given by God Himself through His Son, Jesus Christ. And it is given to only those that are found in His order, in the church, those that are a virtuous wife in the dignity of narrow gates. And those that have made the decision and strive to follow this decision, to walk along that path which the Lord has appointed for us to go on, as it is written, the Lord leads us along those ways which we must go on. And we believe in this and we know this. And for the fulfillment of this commandment, written in the by Apostle Paul and presented to us in the series of sermons of Apostle Arkady, there are three faithful and commanding actions. This is first to set aside, second to renew, and third to clothe. From the fulfillment of these three faithful, commanding, and foundational verbs, requirements will depend whether or not we turn ourselves into vessels of mercy or vessels of anger. Or rather, will we perfect our salvation as given to us in the format of a seed that yields the deposit of our justification, which in these three actions is necessary to place into circulation in the death of the Lord Jesus in order to gain it as a belonging in the format of the fruit of righteousness. Otherwise, we will lose that justification that we received as a deposit. This we hear at every service on Friday. And as we know, the Holy Spirit prompts the Apostle to speak very often on this topic and if we do not or rather if we do not understand or make the decision then we may lose perhaps even lose our salvation so for me these words are not just serious they're very serious this is the main thing that is in my life and I think that is in your life that we are called to fulfill our calling to be attentive to be obedient to what is preached from this place and to strive to fulfill it and to show in our faith as we hear on Sundays virtue knowledge and so forth in our Sunday sermons they are closely tied to Fridays and we thank the Lord but on Tuesday, the helpers come out as waterers in order to repeat the teaching. As is said in the people, repetition is the mother of teaching. If someone asks, well, who's the father? The father is the one who gives the seed. I will speak that which we know, which we have already heard. But each time we repeat it, 
It finds its place in our heart, in our spirit, finds its shelves, and is engraved on the tablets of our heart, clear, so that he who reads can read clearly. In a certain format, we have already looked at the first two questions and have stopped to study the following question. What conditions are necessary to fulfill so that through our already renewed thinking we could begin the process of clothing ourselves into the powers of our new man created by God in Christ Jesus in righteousness and holiness of truth? And with regard to clothing ourselves, Clothing ourselves into the new man, we came to the conclusion that we need God's help in the subject of His mercy, because the mercy of God is like the mighty and unique power of God, yielding the essence of God as well as the inheritance that is prepared for a person who is born from the seed of the word of truth. And the means for accepting every help expressed in the inheritance of the mercies of God is the weapon of prayer or worship. As we know, worship in spirit and truth. In our spirit is that truth that is already engraved, engraved in our hearts, on the tablets of our heart. And we strive to have meek lips in order to be found in the limits of this truth that is known to us. These exercises are very healthy because when we exercise ourselves and we bridle our lips in order to be found in the limits of this truth which we already know, then we are blessed and we give the Lord the opportunity to lead us further or to expand our knowledge of God. Because prayer is not just the means for communication of a person with God, but a certain legal and sacred right that a person gives for the interference of heavens in the spheres of the earth. In this kind of right, we are called to give God only on the conditions that have been established by Him. Again, only under God's established conditions. And these conditions can be open to us even more, and we today will repeat some of them. But one of the conditions is written in, in Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 5. So, in studying this, 
the taking up of our cross, preparing the soil of our heart for hearing and fulfillment of the Word of God, the preached Word and the words of His Father, because here, it says, My Son, this is in the following six steps. And following the direction of these six steps and the taking up of our cross, we will gain the fear of the Lord, and again with it, a pure heart, riches, glory, and longevity of days. And so first, it is necessary to know our Father. This is a very important first component. We need to know our Father. We, when we repeat these six these six points, six components, which we will remember, because I took this from 2018, I believe it was in June, from one of the sermons in June. I highlighted this for myself. I took this page because for me this was extremely important. And I think we will remember this. And this will make us even more decisive and attentive. Second, it is the voluntary decision to accept the words of our Father. So it turns out that it is not enough to know our Father. And if we ask any member of the Church of the Mubal Foundation Church, they'll say, of course I know. This is pastor, apostle, teacher, instructor, a beloved brother, Arkadi, whom we know that he is sent by God. We know him. Many have met with him and have had communication with him. Some still not, but the essence isn't in this. We today have such technology, such computer of capabilities and systems that are in place that we'll be able to and are able to pass along this word to the other ends of the earth and in the kind of format and quality that comes directly from here, from this place. And so, the desired decision to not just know our Father, but to accept the words of our Father, who is delegated by God in our life. Third, to use energy to keep those words that were spoken by the Apostle Father, who gives the word in the seed. Fourth, to incline our heart to be able to discern over or understand the words of our Father. These six steps, they are sequential and they show us that they are tied to one another. Because to hold on to these words is not not the final step. We need to also incline our heart. Five. Fifth, we need to call on the revelations of the words of our fathers to await what is going to be next. And perhaps further will be a decision, uh, a repetition of something that was already preached. The Lord says, listen, so that it is clearly engraved in your heart. And we are called to turn to the mind of our Father. When I thought, okay, how do I turn to the mind? We hear the revelations, we receive the seed of the word. And this is turning to the mind of our Father. And the Lord clearly said to the renewed mind, renewed mind, because the Lord prepares His messenger for a long time in order to call Him to the service. And of course, 
an apostle and prophet teacher his mind is renewed and when he speaks from the Holy Spirit through his spirit through renewed mind we begin to understand perhaps not all right away but we understand and we wait for when we can once again turn to our father when the time comes to gather at service and to listen And each of these six steps presented in the teaching of the words of our Father are present an element and format of correction. This became very important for me. I felt this, and I thank the Lord that I understood that without correction, which is punishment, because when we have correction, then it turns painful, and we think, why painful? That's what Scripture says, King David says, let the righteous correct me. This is mercy for me, and this is excellent oil. Therefore, I understood that it is possible to spiritually grow. And the Lord will move the apostle to correct with love, in order to correct us because somehow we turned away and we did not notice I thought that everything was correct and I think each of you might think oh this is normal but the Father knows what is fine and what isn't because He is led by the Holy Spirit and receives these revelations therefore again each of these six steps and not just these six steps but also other revelations and other sermons there is present the format and element of correction and as I said, Psalms 141, verse 5, Let the righteous strike me, it shall be a kindness, and let him rebuke me. Uh, David requested this, although he knew there was also Prophet Nathan. This is mercy, he thought. Let him rebuke me or correct me, it will be as excellent oil, let my head not refuse it. This will bring to me only benefit. the whole church and the whole movement together. Proverbs 19.20 Listen to the counsel and receive correction that you may be wise in your latter days. Again, here it becomes clear in order to become wise we need to accept correction of only those who have the right to do this in their service. And if a person does not accept correction, he will remain foolish. Accepting correction that you may be wise in your latter days as a result for you to be wise. Therefore, we thank the Lord for these instructions that are according to the word of God. Proverbs 10, 17. So again, I have the... When I listen to these words from our pastor, I listen to attentive, I listen to them attentively because I realize that if I do not have these qualities, how can I be clothed into the new man? How then do I continue to proclaim the faith of my heart? and at the door of hope 
along with the saints, to be clothed and to wait for the Lord and to be prepared for rapture. Proverbs 10.17 He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. Goes astray. Uh, he doesn't yet perish. There is a time. God always gives a time. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-2, through 2, Paul says to Timothy, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. And so the elder apostle says to his son or to his helper, who also was sent by God, and when Apostle Paul went, Timothy remained in a certain region, fulfilling his service. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, correct, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Titus also, Titus 1.13, this testimony is true, therefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. This correct correction, rebuke them sharply. Scripture says the Lord knows who to ask of sharply and who to ask less sharply. This is what God regulates. He regulates these circumstances because He loves His children and as it is written, He will not allow them to be tempted higher than what they can or greater than what they can endure. And then fault next, Titus 2.15 Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no one despise you. Uh, one time I had overstepped my boundaries and it turned out that I did this incorrectly, but praise God that we can be corrected. So the messenger of God knows who to name and oftentimes it is not named because I think all of us dwell here and we realize, oh, this is to me, this is to me. This word that I hear is directed to me. Titus 2.15 Speak these things, exhort, and correct with all authority. Let no one despise you. Proverbs 9.8 Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Correct a wise man, and he will love you. So there is a time when certain people ought not to be corrected anymore. They have missed out on their time. They are called The Lord knows what to do with them next. But to correct the wise, then as the result, this wise one, he will love the one who corrects. The leader or whoever has the right to correct. Let no man contend or correct another, for your people are like those who contend with the priest. So here is a whole land of Israel, or sometimes in church there are people who contend. I, in service of being a pastor of a community church, I was placed and anointed by Apostle Arkady, and there are certain things that happen in our church, and therefore I have also been learned. When you begin to talk with a person who begins to argue, begins to disagree with something, and I say, okay, let's think, let's wait. Okay, he has not yet understood, or he does not yet want to. He still needs to learn. He still needs to study. And then time comes, and he then is better. He might change his behavior. 
Proverbs 29 and 1, he who is often corrected and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed, and that's without remedy. Proverbs 15, 10, harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way. He who hates correction will die. He will perish. He will die. He will no longer go astray. He will die. Here he has despised, forsaken the way, and he will head to perdition. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. This is something that I know of as well. I was found in these circumstances, and I thank God. Revelation 3.19 Jesus says, As many as I love, I correct and chasten. Again, how often have we heard from our Apostle that correction a rebuke or punishment is not like an accident or an illness or something. No. Correction is the punishment. This means that the pain will be there, but it will then bring the peaceable fruit of righteousness. I think many agree with me to this. And the last one. But those who correct will have delight and a good blessing will come upon them. Proverbs twenty four twenty five. So, for the future, because I've had it before where I need to correct and I think, oh, I feel bad for this person. Previously, I was this kind of hero or so forth. Then I was humbled because I myself was corrected and understood. I was taught how to do this correctly. Therefore, Those that are corrected are the righteous that will fall but get up seven times and they will love those that correct. And upon them will come a blessing. That which I have read, I have noted for myself, this is from June 29th of 2018. And it uh, directly affected me. And what relates to me, I remembered as we were reading this, not as a child, but a child, yes, my, I was from a Lutheran family, and you know how it is there. Christmas, a Christmas tree was put up, but then everything is quiet, Passover or Easter, and then there's colored eggs, crackers, candy, and again, everything grows quiet. This was what the Lutheran service was comprised of, but when I returned from the army, I see that the fa- my father began to look at some kind of books, something in German, he began to read, and then he, as he was able to, he was over 50 at that time, and I was 22, 23 at this time, and as he was able to, he said, oh, my son, here's, we have a Lord, we have a God. He spoke Russian, but with an accent, he spoke more so in German. But I thought, what? I thought, okay, Father, this is for you. You're getting closer to your old age. You need this. He says, well, but before the army and school, there were instances, and with my friends, in communication, either at soccer, when you come, he loved 
severity. He said, I told you to come home at 9 p.m. and you are here at 9.30. Well, yes, and we received punishment. At first I grew angered at, I was angered at by this, but then when I returned from the army, I realized that he was doing the right thing. The army still teaches, you know, those who were in the army, they know. Their warriors of prayer are disciplined for the fact that they were physical warriors. There's harsh discipline. You come uh, back from the army wiser and stronger. And so lastly, I remember there was an instance when I came closer to morning. It wasn't oftentimes. My mother was saddened by this. My father also. I came early in the morning. My father was sitting on the couch. It was likely 7, 8 in the morning, and my mother was in her room. I was not yet married, although I was 22, 23. The father is looking. What are you doing? I shrugged. And I got a thought. Uh, and I went and grabbed a belt and I gave it to my father. All right, father, rebuke me, punish me so that my mother stops crying. Crying. I laid on the couch and he punished me, disciplined me. I thought he would do so lightly, but he did it with power, with great power. But I didn't make a peep. And he did the right thing. My mother grew quiet. I thought, what? She was like, what? This person after the army is getting disciplined, and this is the last time. So, correction is a good thing. Perhaps it is initially sorrowful, but then there is a peaceable fruit of righteousness that is brought. We need to know the voice of our Father and to follow the teaching. We are born again, and we understand quite well what this is referring to. And the other condition, uh, a repetition. Again, we ought to be humbled when the teaching is repeated. Apostle Peter and Second Peter, chapter 1, verses 10 through 15. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For this reason I will never be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. We, our Apostle Peter was able to do this. In a living church, this repetition is brought to memory. This teaching, aspects, components, although sometimes it may seem, and this is through the old man, he has his own character, the works of the flesh, there's a whole bouquet of them, and Apostle Paul says of this. And we read this, the old man, he might repeat something, 
But when we are matured, again, I'm referring to myself, then we recognize that it becomes clear for us. And therefore, this is another one of the conditions for us to become warriors of prayer. This is the right to set aside the former way of life. And we listen to the series of sermons of warriors of prayer. This was the introduction to that continuation, that repetition of that sermon, warrior of prayer. I would say that how to be a warrior of prayer, to not be called a warrior of prayer, but to be it. As we had sang a song, I am a Christian and I want to be him. To not be called a Christian, but to be a Christian, a warrior of prayer is another level. This is truly a warrior, to be a warrior of prayer. Therefore, today, we are going to repeat this breastplate of judgment. So the breastplate of judgment, the 12 sons of Jacob that were engraved, these 12 names of the sons of Jacob, 12 sons that were engraved on the precious stones. We remember this, but today we will again repeat them in order to repeat them. Firstly, we will uh, quickly repeat them. Reuben, we remember, this is the strength of God, the might, the beginning of strength. Reuben, the stone Reuben. Simeon is the property of a worshiper who grows and who will not be called a warrior of prayer, but becomes it. As I remember, the army I had served for two years. First, you go there quarantine no one will call you to bear up arms right away it takes sometimes about three months depending on what kind of area of the army it is you ought to learn your weapon to prepare for military actions and only then you can take up arms and then for you to know your weapon where to shoot where to stand and where not to shoot this is just an image an earthly image and even the more greater in the church is it important to exit out of this infant state and to enter into these characteristics of warriors of prayer that we are called to have Simeon is to hear God and to be heard by God Levi is to cling to attach oneself to the Lord and to have this property of a worshiper to collaborate the collaboration of our cross with the cross of Christ the taking up of our cross with the cross of Christ and when we were in communication uh, for last Friday, Pastor had said from this place of scripture, in one word, a formula to form, to form when we carry our cross and the taking up of our cross forms us into the image of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Very, uh, very short and concise. If we look at it in greater detail, we have 12 components there. But first, Jesus Christ took up his cross. And when he took up his cross and he fulfilled the will of the Father, this formed him into the image of sin. He needed to fill the will of the Father. And how could no longer contain him? He was the Holy Son of God. This pearl was on him. It came time. God 
took our sins on him and put him on devil and when we heard this truth we believed it and we raised along with Christ and we became who? infants correct no one is born were a warrior of prayer or perfect and we then begin our discipleship which we know therefore, therefore Levi is the ability to cling to God to collaborate the collaboration of our cross with the cross of Christ Jude, we remember, means to praise Yahweh. Praise from the upright is befitting. If a person is asked, are you righteous? He'll say, well, no, I am a woeful sinner. But when he, and when he praises, nothing happens from this. God perhaps can be patient towards him, show him the way, show him that he needs to do this and that in order for this praise to be correct. Dan, means to fulfill the correct judgments of God, correct judgments of God, and we ought to be in unanimity when we say Amen, we say Amen, or when it is said, let the wicked turn to hell, all of those who forget the Lord, Amen, why not? Amen. They have no place here. And the lawless who uphold them, from these lawless, it could be according to mercy, someone will be given the gift of repentance because we know that repentance is a gift. Dan is the property of a worshiper who grows, who comes into the sixth name, Naphtali. This is warrior. And Dan... In the face of the messenger, we ought to be in prayer and be in teaching. And Naphtali's sixth name, which we will stop to study, this is to lead, or this is the property of a worshiper, to lead a prayer battle against the organized powers of darkness in the Holy Spirit and in tongues. Here we need a strong prayer where the demons grow in fear because when we pray correctly and again from my Christian life which has not been very long 20 years but according to the mercy of God for the first four years I repented I was born again in the Lutheran church when I repented I truly repented I studied, I asked who, what, and when someone explained it to me, I read the Bible on my own, and then all of a sudden I understood and realized that this truth, this is something that I need to do. Therefore, my repentance was conscience. It was decisive. And this decision, my relatives were worried for me. But I was so zealous in the beginning. I said, to worry about yourselves, why are you worried about me? And I knew that if the Lord has forgiven me, that I am forgiven, I am saved. But I did not know the teaching. So these first four years, according to the mercy of the Lord, God had prepared me to accept the teaching. And I thought, 
well lord perhaps one year two years these cassettes at that we had the cassettes at that time they were the 90s 97 98 but later on the lord had let me know you would have not have accepted me before you had to be prepared and then the audio cassettes through which I begin to listen to the teaching. Naphtali, to carry out this prayer battle, the property of a worshiper, the breastplate of judgment, again, there are six other names, but we will stop at this one. Uh, the property of a worship on the breastplate of judgment of our heart, through which God could continually reveal himself on planet earth is expressed expressed in the virtue of the precious almaz or rather diamond stone and the sixth name on the respite of judgment of heart of our heart is the name of Jacob or the son of Jacob Naphtali which means warrior of prayer and so for us to be called to not be called, but to be a warrior of prayer, without which, as we hear, we, without this we cannot clothe our body into the resurrection of Christ. And Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, with great wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister, and indeed I have prevailed. So she called his name Naphtali, which means wrestler. Again, Almaz is a precious stone. This has no other relation to other precious stones, and its color varies, is, is different. Almaz, or diamond, is the, a pure mineral, therefore has great firmness. Isaiah 26, 2 through 4. Here we see this firmness. This precious stone has great firmness. Open the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. You will keep him in perfect peace. Again, this perfect, this firm peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength. From ancient days, this precious stone was a symbol of success, victory. It was valued for its medicinal properties and for its aesthetic properties. Ornaments with this stone was allowed to be worn by those that belonged to a higher social class, or rather, warriors of prayer. This is figurative. A warrior of prayer is a higher class. It is the rank of Christ who is ready to uphold someone in prayer or to pray according to the will of God, according to scripture and so forth. Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 through 15. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Warrior prayer, as we heard, he does not remember the bad, Sometimes thoughts approach and then you realize, why did I even remember this? But we forget what was behind. 
because we need to look forward and reach forward and King David will say was an example for us I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call you will run catch up and take away from your enemy God taught the kings this therefore Paul says I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus therefore let us as many as are mature have this mind and if anything you think otherwise God will reveal even this to you so he who is perfect he understands he who is perfect in Christ God has made us perfect with one offering and holy and righteous we are perfect We forget those things which are behind and strive toward. There is time that is needed and God will reveal even those things which you do not understand. The name of Naphtali, warrior of prayer that is engraved on the precious stone, is the weapon with which we are called to withstand with our enemies. And this weapon is continual prayer in the power of the Holy Spirit that meets the requirements of this precious stone that has firmness and it belongs to a higher social class this word is meant for warriors of prayer to those whom the Lord is preparing to the door of hope in order to reign the resurrection of Christ and to continue to fulfill the will of God their calling and to be prepared to meet with the Lord in heaven and so forth all that is preached from this place by the Apostle I rejoice I accept perhaps I don't understand something again revelation comes hold on don't haste let it lay there in your heart and everything then begins to work at the time needed the name of God revealed in this six stone means El Hai which translated to Russian means living God and so, based on the significance or the meaning, the definition of the name Naphtali on the precious diamond stone, it follows that the function of the sixth principle that is laid as a foundation of a continual prayer with which we are called to serve as a continual remembrance before God, this is our ability to allow the Holy Spirit to dwell with us in prayer battle against the organized powers of darkness that resist us in fulfillment of the will of God with the name of the living God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being vigilant to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints so we are continuing to remember the teaching how to be a warrior of prayer and there are certain conditions that we have covered and right now specifically what is a continual prayer the Holy Spirit can uh, unite with us in prayer battle under one condition. When our prayer will meet the requirements of the perfect will of God that is contained in the tablets of our heart in the requirements of the breastplate of judgment. Jeremiah 10.10 But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At His wrath, the earth will tremble and the nations will not be able to endure His indignation. Of course they won't be able to because God is holy he is the devouring fire 
There is always needed a mediator and a protector. This is the Son of God, Holy Spirit. And in a local church, this is always going to be the person that is sent by God in a living church. And that's why we have all that we need to have for this. And living means dwelling with authority, containing, keeping, When we read this, we remember, we remember these sermons. This is the value of repetition. Those nations that live on the territory of Israel that are our initial enemies is the image of the genetic program that we have inherited from the vain life of our forefathers. And the vain life of our fathers is a sinful life that yields the program of the second death or eternal death. So eternal death is a second death. We know second death is eternal death. This is one. And in order to blot out this program of death from our essence, it is necessary in prayer battle to resist it with the program of life that is contained in the name of the living God that is presented on the tablets of our heart in the breastplate of judgment on the precious stone with the name Naphtali. In scripture, there is one place of scripture on which a person, upon fulfilling certain conditions, can be clothed in dignity of a warrior prayer in order to inherit the promise that is given to Abraham. And this place is called Bethel, which means the house of God. Let's again look at why God desired for Abraham and Jacob to make Bethel in the land of Canaan their dwelling place and why it was in Bethel upon fulfillment of certain conditions that a person receives the right and the dignity to be a warrior of prayer why specifically in Bethel God said to Jacob arise go up to Bethel and dwell there and make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau your brother And Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Then let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, who has been with me in the way which I have gone. Genesis chapter 35, verses 1 through 3. The conditions giving us the right to be warriors of prayer and the dignity of this precious stone in the breastplate of judgment in these words are the following requirements. Requirements, conditions. To forego all gods, to be cleansed, to change their clothes, to go to Bethel, to make an altar there to God, and six, to offer a sacrifice there. There is a an explanation which we will remember together. False gods are those gods which we depend on, which we trust in, and which are our prerogative outside of God and independent of God. And cleansing is separating from our essence all leaven of sin that is yielded in our conscience as dead works. A change of clothes or garments is a change of thinking or to be renewed in our thinking to set aside our former way of life, to renew our thinking. 
Again, to change clothes or garments is to change our thinking or to renew our thinking with the spirit of our mind, the mind of Christ, which is in our new man. He is placed in our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And then our new man is able to help us withhold our emotions as our war horse, our emotions. One of uh, the well-known politics politicians said, they said it as if according to scripture, he said, the feeling of emotions must not affect the quality of the decisions we make. The biblical principle, the emotional sphere or these feelings, thoughts that are related to this, they ought not to affect warriors or prayer and they not, ought not to affect the quality of the decisions that they make. And this is the wisdom of God that is the guiding light and that collaborates. This is the guiding light from our spirit, the spirit of our new man, which goes into our mind and collaborates with our mind, a mind which is called upon sanctification of the spirit to control the will and the emotions return to the wellsprings. I learned this place of scripture and it helps from this place. To go to Bethel is going into the house of God to prepare our heart to hearing the word of God, which is posted on our screens and also in our local church. This is posted. We are like you. You are like us, we are like you, we are one. To build an altar is to make the decision to pursue not our will, but the will of God. To offer a burnt offering sacrifice is to present ourselves as a sacrifice, living, holy, and pleasing to God. God heard Jacob in the day of his distress because he became a warrior of prayer on the conditions of God. This is an interpretation again. God heard Jacob in the day of... This is what Apostle Arkady writes in his notes. He heard Jacob only because Jacob became a warrior of prayer on the conditions of God. He understood that he needs to be a warrior of prayer. He received guidance from God what to do, because of which Jacob received a new name or a new dignity that gave him the right to legally enter into the inheritance of his fathers, in the condition that contained in itself a number of components. The main was in the fact that the prayer battle of Jacob had to occur in Bethel, the house of God, the place on which God is vigilant over his words so that it can soon be fulfilled. And right now, we can also add that this Bethel house of God is also our spirit. It is that revelation, that word which is engraved in our hearts, those promises which we have taken from hope. And hope is based on the reigning teaching of Christ. And trust, trust in hope. And in time, the Lord gives us from our hope. And Bethel is also our spirit, our communication with God, and of course the local church that we attend. Genesis 31, 13. 
I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar when you made a vow to me. Now arise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. Jacob, having arrived to Bethel, where God was revealed to him when he ran from his enemy, was in prayer a prayer battle, and like Christ, the Son of God, the head of the church, he showed an example. He was a warrior of prayer. Being found in this battle, he had prayed earnestly. If you remember, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane, he had prayed earnestly, diligently. This is a prayer that is continual, diligent, perseverant. And as we can remember, it'll be further. I don't know if I'll have enough time. Um, we'll see how much time we have. That diligence gives birth to perseverance. Diligence is a strong desire to know God, to communicate with God. This is the inner state. And I think each Christian that is born again, they have this diligent state. But we also must have perseverance, the actual fulfillment. Diligence, perseverance. This is, perseverance is the fulfillment of diligence. Hope is the mother trust is the daughter diligence is the mother perseverant perseverance is the daughter and in this battle Jacob cried and prayed to God just as Christ in his time when he had fulfilled the perfect will of God in order to save those who believe in him and in this prayer battle, Jacob cried and asked God to protect him from the anger of his brother, who out of envy toward him had the intention to kill him. When you read this, right? Brothers, Esau, Jacob, or Cain, Abel, out of envy, they had the intention to kill him. How is this so? Do you think about this? My father said, when he didn't like something, he said, what are you doing? What kind of a person are you? How? Just this is like devil lies to people, leads them to be lost towards this, uh, using this envy. But we are called to learn to be a brotherly love so that we may transfer from death to life. Because he who hates his brother abides in death. Envy gives birth to hatred, and hatred causes murder. And Esau wanted to kill Jacob, and Jacob knew this. That's why he turned to the Lord. And the Lord helped him in this prayer battle. Because of which, Jacob needed to leave his inheritance. And for a long time, he hid in Mesopotamia. Being all night in prayer on the conditions of God, Jacob received a new name or a new dignity in God which is the guarantee and authority to enter into the inheritance given to Abraham. Genesis 32:28. And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. We have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Again, we remember this place of scripture that God helped Jacob in this battle. And he is our help in trouble. He helps me. He helps you. And thanks be to God that he has this. 
has this love toward us. He says, you make the decision and I will help you. And this is the action, this helps. I remember uh, last week conversing with Pastor. He all of a sudden says, Reingold, tell me what righteousness is, the definition. I worked up a little bit and I said, righteousness, justification, righteous, righteousness, verity, justification, righteous, and righteousness. He says, yes, but very quickly, what is righteousness? I begin to think, well, pastor then answers, righteousness is truth and action. Two words, truth and action. Uh, this I remembered, and I will never forget. Righteousness is truth in action. Perseverance is diligence in action. So, your name will not be called Jacob, but Israel, and we know that this is warrior prayer. He was not born of warrior of prayer or a victor. Hosea writes in 12.4, Yes, he struggled with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought favor from him. So Jacob wept and sought favor from him. He found him in Bethel, and there he spoke to us there. The Lord has found us and brought me into the church and speaks to us through the church and in the church. And what is significant, Pastor had said once, he said, the Holy Spirit speaks with each one individually. That which you hear, I can also hear it, but I can hear something else. This is unique. This is only something that God can do in the name of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, whom he sent to us as a comforter and instructor. And all of this is through the delegated authority of the fivefold ministry in command with the apostle and helpers and all members of the church because as we know our main calling apostle, prophet, leader all of this husbands, wives, children are all of our main calling is to take off the old man and to be clothed into the new man to fulfill this main calling this is the will of God this is our calling and may the Lord give us the opportunity not to miss out on this time that is given to us according to his mercy another thing is interesting that the meaning of Bethel as the house of God or the house of prayer before the rapture of God's chosen remnant will once again gain a certain significance and certain status. I will once again read because this is important. One other detail is important that the definition of Bethel is the house of God or the house of prayer before the rapture of God's chosen remnant from the earth will once again gain a special significance and special status. Praise be to God 
I'm reading this from 2018, April, I believe. Not important, but 2018. The Holy Spirit then gave us through the messenger that will gain a new status, and even more and more we heard more sermons about the door of hope. But we were focused on rapture, and I think a lot of us, and one pastor said, our time is concluding. If God finds it necessary and rapture does not happen, then we will continue our study further. And all of a sudden I perked up and I thought, okay, that means Wednesday this could happen. This is how I prepared for rapture. And I say this honestly before the Lord and I was ready for rapture. And then we begin to hear about the door of hope. All of a sudden you think, well, okay, fine. Not okay. If the Lord desires this, then let it be so. Because it's easier on Wednesday, Thursday to leave raptured. Okay, we're gone. But the Lord says, let's fully fulfill that which is called to be. Whom he has foreknown, they are there. Here, America, and Germany, and Russia. Pastor said there's going to be a strong evangelism. And these people are there. Not of our love toward them. We ought to remain to continue and to be a light to them. Evangelism is to be a light in that place where we are. The house of God and before rapture, this is the door of hope. Why would the Lord fulfill this in our lives? Because 2,000 years ago, He destroyed the power of death in Himself. He is the head of the church, the Son of God. He had shown, He had said, this is the reason for which I came, to destroy the works of devil, the power of death. And when all was fulfilled, He rose. And we now, as His body who fill all in all, go along His ways, so that in His time, we can fulfill this, and we can help those who desire. The house of God, firstly, is called to become the house of prayer in which we will receive the opportunity to be clothed in the dignity of the name Israel, warrior prayer, that verifies us before the face of God as warriors of prayer. The etymology of the name Israel, which Jacob had received as a certain rank of dignity and power, gives the opportunity to translate it as not a battle with God, but battle with death, Methuselah, the birth of Methuselah, he who banishes death. Where God had helped Jacob to overcome death, today this occurs with us, and praise be to God for this. And so, the meaning that is contained in the name Israel in Hebrew, in fact, means God will 
battle for you. God will battle for you and with you. Soon after this prayer battle in Bethel, the sons of Jacob became, again, became to be called the sons of Israel. We need to be, not just be called words of prayer, but to be. And beginning from the times of Moses, the words, sons of Israel, house of Israel, Israelites, or just Israel, began to mean whole nation that has come from Jacob. Romans chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect, for they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac your seed shall be called, that is, those who are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as the seed. The Apostle writes, Now I would like to develop, I'd like to speak of a certain system that will look at the properties and signs that yield a warrior of prayer. Based on revelations from Scripture, our prayer as warriors of prayer and the dignity of a diamond is called to be continual, diligent, perseverant, with boldness, reverent, with faith or trust in God, with showing the faith of the heart, with thanksgiving, with joy, in the fear of the Lord, and in the Holy Spirit or prayer in tongues. However, the preamble for these signs, which are commandments, I would like to remind you that ignorance in prayer for many Christians is going to be a stumbling block, not just for the rapture upon the morning star, but also for salvation from death and from the danger of the uncrucified soul. Here, perhaps we might feel some kind of sorrow, but this is what is written. This is the words of God. God spoke through David, through the prophet Isaiah. Today, he speaks through a living apostle. Ignorance in prayer is going to be a stumbling block, not just for rapture upon the morning star, but for their salvation from death and from the danger of their uncrucified soul. We need to make firm our calling and our election in the dignity of the sons of Israel and impart Naphtali, whom God gives his inheritance to all of his children on his own conditions. This election and calling was talked about by Apostle Peter when he wrote, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly, into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and so forth. So, I talked, I read the first few, unceasing, diligent, perseverant, and therefore, when there is sorrow that does come upon me, I know what to do. Not be quiet. David said when I was quiet bones withered within me therefore we ought to proclaim I will love you O Lord my strength the Lord my rock and so forth we know this by memory now we do not allow sorrow to take hold of us 
This is the quality of the old man to grow sorrowful when we hear this strict word, but we are called to, to tie him up. When he looks out from the prison, we tell him, get back there in the name of Jesus Christ, be quiet, and then everything will be fine because we are in the church. We are under the shelter of the Most High in the face of the Apostle and his helpers. We all are for one and one for all, and we will overcome because Christ has overcome and so forth. Therefore, we will pray together right now. Amen. May you be blessed in your prayers. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for this place, uniting with all the saints who hallow your name, who honor your name, who have the desire to be warriors of prayer, to fulfill your will, to be I thank you that from this place you teach myself and others those that are also led by the Holy Spirit to follow after you. I thank you, Lord. May your name be glorified all the more among your people. I thank you that you give us imperishable food and time, the spiritual food in which we can continue to grow. I thank you that you teach us, teach us all truth. And that righteousness that we can proclaim through the faith of our heart is truth in action. I thank you that with the words of the proclamation of our heart, we are called to continue to set aside the former way of life of the old man, to continue to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, and to take off the old man and through the proclamation of our lips to be clothed into the new man born of God and created according to the reigning teaching of Christ and righteousness and holiness and truth. We know, Lord, that you are faithful and that faithful is the one who has called us and who will do all these things, who will help us do all of this. In your times, which you have in your authority. We thank you that you are vigilant over your word, which is written in our heart, for you have redeemed us with the precious price, the blood of your Son. And we are not our own, but we glorify you in our bodies and our souls by the power of the Holy Spirit in collaboration with our spirit in your glory. And we proclaim, let the resurrection of Christ reign in our bodies. Come now, O Lord Jesus, for the God of all peace, we ask you to continue to sanctify us, that you may sanctify us in all fullness, so that our spirit, soul, and body, and all fullness, when you do these things, when you fulfill this full salvation, 
may they be kept until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ upon the rapture of the morning star that we may meet and with great joy dwell with you forever we are with you and when this thousand year reign will occur we have all accepted this in our heart we contemplate this ponder upon this and as spiritual thoughts our life fleshly thoughts is the mark of the beast but we have the mark of the Lord and we will stand firm you have given us the weapon of warfare we walking in the flesh we cast away all intentions of the old man everything that is against the knowledge of Christ and we hold captive all thinking so that it is obedient to Christ and we are ready we thank you that we are your children and that your word is living and moving in us and sharper than any sword where it penetrates and it judges the intentions of the heart all is uncovered before your eyes and we will give answer to you praise and glory be unto you in the name of Jesus Christ we thank you that you have taught us to correctly consider consider you as the Almighty the Most High we thank you that we are partakers to your church which is the virtuous wife and the dignity of narrow gates we thank you that you give us new revelations because your church in the face of the chosen remnant is ready to accept that which you give to the apostle that he may speak these truths and we know and we know that we can we must and we can we ought to proclaim the faith of our heart who God is for us what God has done for us who we are to you Lord and what we need to do to inherit that inheritance in Christ Jesus for you Lord are our strength our rock teaches our hands for warfare you are a fortress we run to you there is no other God all other gods are false but you are living holy and you have said be holy for I am holy you are our fortress we come to you we are fertilized by your revelations we carry them we allow the waters to water you are our deliverance the Lord our deliverer the righteous may have many afflictions but from all the Lord will deliver Lord you are our rock our living rock of Israel you are the rock of warriors of prayer sharper than any two-edged sword a rock of offense throne throne of David in our heart in our body we thank you you have revealed to us opened 
have helped us cleanse our conscience from dead works which are shown which are shown in this sinful world in the face of our nation the house of our father face of our carnal life from which you lead us out helping us we thank you that you correct This is a great privilege to be corrected so that we can be. We thank you for the responsibility for the territory of boundaries. May your name be praised. Praise and thanksgiving. We wait for you and we will wait for you long as we need. Come, Lord, and may you fulfill your will for your desire to do so in your times and limits. We thank you, Lord. May the works of darkness be cursed and may the works of light be revealed, and may your name be manifested in us and through us. May your mercy be for your people and in your people. To all those who hear and desire worship in this place, our Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, deliver us from the evil one for yours, kingdom, power, and the glory forever. We will proclaim our unchanging manifestation now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. <laughs>